Welcome to Fundamental Fridays, where we provide you practical tips and tricks for working on or in your business. And my name is Devin. And my name is Thor. And today we're talking about how you can become a networking superstar. You like that, don't you? Devin's laughing uncontrollably as he's taking a drink of bourbon. So we're starting out the episode I gotta be honest, with like, some laughs. You've had better. Oh, you've had, that feels like a chat okay. GPT prompt that you just run there. Well, this is awkward. I don't know why you would ever suggest that. This is an original idea, and it doesn't need to be like this. A networking superstar. superstar. I like, could have said rock star. Yeah, but like, think about how you Something, talk. I know, I know. That is not a Thor statement. Like, I love how to become death. a champ at networking. That's literally where my head would go. Or I see in your world be like, oh. how to be the best at networking without even trying. And then it's just organic. It's natural. That's not far off. Help though. remember. Help remind me. Remember, remind me to tell the story about networking that I did yesterday at the conference we're at. Remember when that guy spoke up and asked the, what we'd call a dumb, dumb question. I don't know if I can say that Gabe. Is it too harsh? Gabe's <laughs> just silent. Like, well, I can edit it out. Just bleep it out. Just pause uh, long enough. That can, yes. it can be chopped. Okay. <clears throat> so Remember? I'll, I'll remind you about the, the Dodo bird story. Okay, cool. And we'll go from there. But first updates, updates, Great news. We we did we didn't land a contract, so that was cool. I don't know if we've covered that yet or not, but we didn't, which no. is totally okay. Like I'm in a place where I'm cool with it now. Why? Because it's life, and I have no other option. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's one of those moments where I think we're seeing enough success on, not on, in other aspects of the business that are growing and flourishing. And which you know what? The audience the should hold this to it though. Was it an ICP? No, it wasn't. So we 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 went down a lane we shouldn't have because we wanted a dollar. It's our own fault. Actually, they came to us. So like, did we go down the lane or were we like walking down a dark alley and we got someone jumped out at us? No, I think it's it's one of those moments where it's a relationship that we've built. And then on top of it, they asked us for help and prospected us Perfect. and approached so we went us. down a dark alley so, and no, jumped I don't out think it, trying I don't to think sell us watches. They opened up the code like, what would you like? Oh, my goodness. Ridiculous. Either way. From a relationship that we've nurtured, we got a potential ability to work with someone. And it just wasn't a good fit. Although I think our hearts were in the right place. Oh, both sides. Even though it didn't All work, yeah. still going to be friends with them. Still rooting them Staying on. Still oh, expect yeah. calls for 20 minutes of free advice all the time. Like, yep. that's fine with me. Outside that, our event that we just held, absolutely amazing. Um, all the stress, blood, sweat, and tears that we put into it uh, were not for nothing. So no. super happy on that end. Um, looking forward to the next one. And yeah, thankful to everyone who showed up, everyone who came out for us and showed support and made some wonderful connections within our own community. And it felt it felt great getting people together from our circle to let everyone kind of meet each other um, and be in an environment where everyone can just kind of be themselves. There was zero I mean, pressure on that I was terrified. I was terrified and terrified. Yeah, terrified. That's a new word. How you doing? I'm terrified. I'm terrified. exhausted. I'm scared of everything around me. You know, it's kind of like being lost in the jungle. Just I'm terrified. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm never gonna let that word go. But no, seriously, anyone who's watching this that showed up, thank you. Like, holy Huge cow. Appreciation. I'd say we had 40, 50, 60 people. I don't know. 60 for came sure. And, came and went. Yep. But uh, Gabe was there the whole time. Shout out to him. Last one to leave because he supports us to the end. And I love that. <laughs> Outside of that, I would say it was just it was insane for me because I saw people like Braden showed up. The first person I ever trained almost 10 years ago showed up to the event because he's out crushing it. IT sales, making stupid money. 
And he's like, yeah, I'm absolutely going to show up to this event. And so it was a blast from that to people we met that day. Yeah. Okay, impressive on that. Yeah. 10 years ago to that morning, Thor and I met someone. I was like, so is it creepy if we invite her? And he's like, no, nah, let's just do it. No, she seemed cool. Yeah. And 100%. she was awesome. So yep. that event crushed. Biggest lesson I learned from it is like, just calm down. It's okay if no one shows up because they will. Like if they are SVP, way too much pizza. Order way too much pizza. Yeah. But shout out to Black Sheep at the Each Street Social location. Not the other one because y'all told me to... Kick stick rocks. It. Yeah, kick yep. rocks, eat dirt, you know, whatever is the proper terms. At each street, Mandolin, right? Yep. What was her name? Is it Madeline? Madeline. Madeline. I can't remember. I, I Madeline. So. It was Madeline. She not only made sure we could order 18 pizzas from Black Sheep, <laughs> but she also loaded them in her car herself and drove them to herself. So if you're wondering what it's looked like to be a startup or an entrepreneur and actually hustle, take a note from her page. You say yes and make it happen when opportunities come. Oh, yeah. And she ended up fire. And she gave us a free pizza that literally said thank you written in pepperonis on it. And no one got a picture of it. So a little bummed about that because I didn't get to see it. So, I mean, we set the pizzas down and people cracked into them pretty fast. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I am didn't so sorry. It. I don't, I don't think it happened. It was there. I think you made it up. I showed Shelby. So uh, unless you yeah. think your wife is lying to you, you can 100% run that past her. Well, okay. Time out. Let's talk about that bourbon, y'all. Like that in my world, it was fire. Like that bottle. It disappeared quickly. For 140 proof was the most warmth I oh, have yeah. ever I felt forgot. in my yeah. mouth without any burn. Mm-hmm. Like if I had the money, which I don't, I'd go buy <laughs> another one right now. Just a casual $600 bottle that you're just drinking on the regular. Yes. Like, yeah. It was unreal. Appalling, but super good. Yeah. Great bourbon. Great pick. Gabe, we do need you to plug in this. What can you give me a rating one to 10? On that bottle and your biggest high and low experience of drinking the bourbon. Oh, way to throw them on the spot. Well, I know. The, the rooftop bourbon was pretty light. <laughs> and uh, I'd say I'd give it a hard nine. Ooh, nine. hard nine, Ooh, folks. Hard and nine. Picky. You haven't heard him. He samples half our stuff before, after the show. He's not, he, he's a good critic. So I like it. Oh, by the way, it was barrel, dovetail, gold label. Just for clarity. Probably should plug that in. Like, what are you drinking? Uh, Side note, I'm just going to throw this out here. Then we gave one away by Abdo. Yes. Tax firm. Another $500 bottle. Doc Swenson, 16 year. So if anyone's listening, you need tax help, either business or personal. Matt Nissler, DJ Charlie, hit him up. Sounds like I just named off like a... <laughs> like an entertainment group. Yeah, yeah. DJ Charlie. Like, DJ no. Charlie. Foy, foy, foy. Yeah, exactly. Like 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seriously grateful for their donation as well. Oh, so, so good. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the, and again, kind of ties into the theme of today is net networking yeah. and how it, how to approach it and, how, you know, what, what can be gained from it. And that's 100% someone who we met, clicked with, connected with, and chose to follow up with. And, let a beautiful relationship flourish. Side note, because I forgot to tell you, beautiful relationship did flourish. Shelby posted about our event on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Brick and mortar, thank you, reposted it and wrote, we really appreciate a, of America for po- hosting an event here and drawing that large of an audience. Mm-hmm. Just I'm thanks not crying. for the love. You're yeah. crying. You're crying. Like, <laughs> so support all around. The venue... Yes. Outside uh, businesses donating stuff to all of our friends and uh, family that showed up to it. So, so how would you say just to jump in today's topic? 
that we put all of that together because we just covered something and made it sound really casual. Like it was yes. just an, another Wednesday night, which it was a Wednesday night too. It wasn't a weekend. Um, how would you kind of describe or break that down from a networking standpoint <clears throat> for us to what's enabled us to be able to do that? Oh, perfect. So you're teeing off. So we were at this event yesterday, entrepreneurship organization rally in Minnesota. Again, fire event. Shout out to Patrick, Donnie there. Hill Capital, um, Traction Capital, Alex Rodriguez so was there. Just great too. event, great yeah. sponsors. Holy. But someone was sitting there at a table. So we we had the opportunity to be mentors, which is huge because everyone else was like 20 years older than us. You had to apply, they had to make sure you had enough credentials and we passed. So we we somewhat know what we're talking about. So that's cool. Rubber stamp of semi-approval. But uh, <laughs> someone's at our table. We're like, hey, you go to all these networking events, you meet a ton of people. Like, what do you do to make sure you're rememberable and people want to follow up to you and people want to be connected with you and people want to, you know, be your friend? And everyone gave all this advice. And I actually got frustrated right away. I was like, well. Ooh, is this is this tying into the to the question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's time back to the question. Yes. And so I spoke up and I said, well, when I go to events, I don't care about being rememberable because I'm not or memorable. Like it's just I'm stumbling. I, I, I was going to let you run with it. I'm like, well, I mean, it technically makes sense. It's just not really a word, but memorable. everyone's going to understand not, it. Because it's not about me. I'm not going there. So you like me and Gabe likes me and all these people are like, oh, Devin's so cool. And I flex all these successes I have. No. So that's mindset. I go there simply to learn about everyone else's stories and I'm genuine where I go, I'm looking for people I naturally connect with. Because you and I meet a lot of amazing people where it's just like, but we just don't connect. Like personality, characteristic-wise, like we're not meshing. Like, don't get me wrong. If they give me a call and holler and need help, I'm going to be there. But I can just tell, like, I don't think we'd be the ones to work together. You would look for another firm that does what I do, but more your personality type. And what I do is at the end of the event, I find five to 10 people on LinkedIn. I remember their first name, their last name, their companies, and I reach out. I remember them. I remember their story. And from there, I put the effort in, not them. And it was interesting at that table was remember Demcom uh, who at St. Thomas, they held an event and a kid was there who pitched about battery recycling. Oh, yeah. So he sat he down at the table. Insanely smart kid, by the so way. So he was at the table during this. Say. And I was like, hey, you have the battery cycling company. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, hey, have you talked to IRT? He's like, no. I was like, I'll hook you up. Major cyclers. He has a problem with what do I do with the batteries afterwards? Mm -hmm. I was like, I have a connection. They're one of the top in the country. I'll hook you up. And so I got done giving that answer. And he goes, you guys will never know. I sat down at this table and this guy looked at me. Hadn't seen me in two months. Right? I was like, you have the battery business. He goes, I will remember this guy forever now. He's like, no one else. I've seen people over and over again. They don't remember me. And I said, and that's where the difference is. So our event was huge because we remember people, not they remember us. I don't need you to remember me. No obligation. I on care that about endeavor. you. I care about your business. I care about your story. I care about you being successful. And let's just be honest, selfishly, by me just being genuine and caring about you, you remember me. It's that simple. And mm -hmm. so our event popped off because of that, is my opinion. I would say it's it's that in combination with the brute force that we've given it. Yeah, and run down and that go, path. So it's it's mindset and it's the fact that we literally have been hitting up what probably at least one coffee, one happy hour every day throughout the week and then at least one event if not two events in all different aspects from startups to exit planning. So it's kind of a two a twofold thing of entirely mentality of what you're talking about and just being genuine and caring about others and being able to, I think in, in that, in that 
attitude stems from how can I help someone else succeed first? And then from there, it's just the sheer volume that we're working with. That's what's enabled us to really not filter through people because that sounds really aggressive. And like, we just only care about the ones that are memorable because that's not the case in the slightest. It's just in order to find a handful of genuine people, there's obviously a lot of us out there. And it's not that there's anything inherently wrong with others that we just don't connect with. But it, the, you know, the truth of the, of the matter is you're not going to connect with everyone. And the only way to find a large number of people, again, like what we've done is just sheer numbers. And yeah. it's, it's as exhausting and tiring as it sounds is entirely what it is. Right. But it's, again, the fact that there's two of us, we keep pushing through. And then the other half is just raw excitement. Every event that we go to, we're generally excited in some way, shape or form. And then it starts with just one person, one introduction of like, oh, my gosh, wait, this is really fun. Or running into people who you remember. That's the other half of it. We were at an event with, what, three, four hundred people. We ran into probably 20, 20 30 people we know. Yeah, we know. And it's like that's the other appeal. So if, if you're out there and you're just starting out and you're nervous about, you know, getting started, just understand that if you put in the time, the effort and the attitude that at some point you'll you'll be able to go to events and it's not, oh, gosh, I'm nervous because, you know, I don't know anyone or I'm here by myself. You're going to have the ability to go, oh, well, hey, Jeff's here. Eric's here. Oh, Grayson's going to be there and and build that up. And it just takes a little bit of time. But with the right mindset, I think that's what's helped us accelerate everything. Because, <laughs> again, we've done this in within the last, I would say, I mean, it's since December, probably six months. I feel like no, it's, it's five months. It's, it's May five. now. Yeah. We did it sorry, in five I'm months. getting excited in five. But I'm yeah. sorry, but I want credit for that. It's like five, no, no. five months, yeah. over 50 people. So, and I would say that the genuine part, though, what I like that you said, though, is the excitement. It's warm. We're all warm. I literally, my sleeves rolled up. Like I am in my zone because it's off. nice out. I mean, we'll accept it. I am sorry. <laughs> but the excitement part is people need to actually want to be there and actually want to support people because my, I have a birthday coming up. It's on the 25th. I'm only turning 30. Some of you think that's really young. That's fine. Whatever. Old man. <clears throat> but on my birthday, I had this big event plan. A friend reached out and goes, hey, my company's hosting this event. Enough people haven't registered. Will you come? I said, sure. Called my wife. Said, hey, cancel everything. Push it to Friday. I'm going to this instead. So we're like, why did you do it? Like, it's your third. No, 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 no. I am a genuine networker. Like, I actually care about Matt. I care about his story. I care about that he's successful. I don't give a rip if I go for dinner on a Thursday or a Friday for my birthday. Now I'm super excited. I get to go to an event on a Thursday with a friend, have a bunch of fun still, support him and his success, which he already in return, already slid him some little info about what we have going on this fall. And he's already taking care of that like crazy. Mm-hmm. But I already took care of him a week prior. And then all things at my event, I didn't even think about the other thing. He's like, well, dude, why would I help you? you always show up. Yep. I'm like, well, well, yeah, I care though. I'm actually excited to be there. <laughs> actually excited to be there. And on top of that, I know, I forget who we were talking to. I think it, it was... Yeah, I don't need to drop, drop names, but um, just being there for other people. That's the biggest thing because we have people that are like, you guys are everywhere. And it's like, well, yeah, if we expect anyone to show up to our events, it's being there for theirs and not making excuses on that end because that's the easiest one. And they be like, well, no, I don't really want to. Like, I don't know how many events we've gone to where one of us or both of us are like, gosh, I'm really, you know, I'm tired of this or the other thing. It's like, nope, still going to show up. And again, like pushing through and at the core of it, just 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 remember it's one day at a time but it all adds up 
to a way bigger picture. Yeah. And I would say, so when he talked about, it, he's like, hey, we don't really want to be there. We don't want to show up. You, If you've been following us since day one, you remember talking in an episode at the beginning, we talked about an event we didn't want to go to, <laughs> Traction yeah. Capital Investment one. We stood in the parking lot like a-holes judging it based on where it was. And we still went in, had a blast, met some really important people. So for our original followers, like three of you, you know that story. Well, they invited us to a private event on Monday where we ended up riding in a helicopter for free. So like, cool. And that's where I go, we... So cool. Hardly anyone showed up to that event even, not supporting them. They're mind-blown that we're there. We're like, well, why wouldn't we? We got along with you. Oh, we yeah. We both liked each other. It was your first event. We're going to show up. And like, hey, we really appreciate you. You want a private helicopter? And we laughed. We're like, huh, sure. Like, <laughs> they're like, no, seriously. Sure. So we're flying over Forest Lake, White Bear Lake, a 20, 15, 20-minute 20 ride with Jonathan, who was fire, super funny guy Great around pilot. our age. Great pilot. Right? And so it's that where it's... But people watch what we do and see that moment and they get greedy and they just want that moment. Not realizing that moment was 10 times more meaningful for you and I because it was with friends. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, oh, we went to an event to ride a helicopter. We went to an event to support our friends. We're having a blast. Also, we went on a helicopter. That's That story is what I live for. I don't live for the helicopter ride. Don't no. get me wrong. It's a blast, but it's yeah. the whole emotion that exists around it. So two things pull that when you're tired and don't want to go, still go. Thank you. And then second, seek the relationships, not the experiences, and the experiences will follow. 100%. 100%. All day long. That's a beautiful point, though, because that's entirely true. And that's really what all this is about at the end of the day. Because, again, we're all just trying to build our name and then just build relationships that inevitably turn into a road to help each other. Yeah. Like, that's the best part about it. I don't know. This week has been crazy Devin and I both have sat here and been like oh the summer's almost here it's going to slow down like this is going to be good just because we're both getting tired but it's like now it's just absolutely blowing up in the best way possible best way possible like, mm -hmm. holy smokes you can't make this stuff up no you really can't and we handful of different referrals handful <laughs> of different people who we've met who are like wait I love what you guys are doing how can I get involved how can I help you guys help me yeah and that's been probably one of the most impactful moments of like hey Everything we've done, all the blood, sweat, and tears literally has not been for naught. Yeah. And I want to call it on this networking thing. I take pride and I'm done being ashamed of how many clients we've landed in the first six months. I'm done people questioning us and going, well, how many of you had and wondering why we haven't had more? Because as we sit here and talk, the amount of people that we've actually impacted emotionally outside of work is 10x than what we've done in work. And I just don't care. I just don't, I'm done with it because I know as I continue to help this people and listen to us talk, because you know, it's bothered me though. I'm starting to panic a little. People are going to think we're fake, that we don't actually know what we're talking about, even though we just had a meeting with someone this morning who in 20 minutes, all of a sudden at the end, he goes, yeah, I want you to come help with a $500 million manufacturing company. Like our target audience is under 50, but they believe us up to a 500 million, right? And again, I don't know if the sales can go through, but I don't care. That that I, that I proves I know what I'm doing. The guy's been around since he's, he's 60 years old. He's been around forever. He knows what he's talking about. And so many people judge us on how many sales we've made and how many customers we've served. And we only have five solid customers we've served. Which is still impressive. Which is still Quick impressive. Side, no foot. But the amount of true connections we've made... I mean, we had 50, 60 people show up. I have individuals where we're sitting down having like almost on the verge of crying conversations with people at our networking event that I met a week ago. 
that is 10 times more impactful than anything else. So honestly, networking's fire, 100% do a genuineness. And when you start a business, don't look at what everyone, how the success is everyone else around you. Look at your own journey. And is that journey meaningful? If it is, stop caring what other, other people's KPIs are of success. Well, and just make your own because mine, I consider my last six months an absolute fire of a track record. Oh, yeah. I was going to say phenomenal on that end. And it's one of those moments where really all you're going to see, it's just like on social media. If you compare yourself to others, really from the from the lens of social, all you're going to see is their highlights. You're, you're not going to see all the like spaghetti mess that's going on in, in the background and just the literal hustle, no one's gonna talk to you about that. No. Or at least it's seldom, it's seldom talked about. And just understand that if you feel like you're running around, you're rushed, you're forgetting stuff, or you're making mistakes or whatever, we're all doing that quietly. We're, oh, yeah. and, that's, and what's funny is that's kind of the whole point of the EO event was, hey, being honest, being transparent. And, and we got to talk to a handful of people, I mean, what? Heard from at least sixty people because yeah. of all, oh, all yeah. of the roundtables, which, which were amazing. Fire EO. Yeah. I, EO, put, yeah. I did this survey and I said the roundtables, purposeful connections. I mean, ten purposeful people a table. So you had sixty people you had to meet without an option, much less what you did outside of that and lunch and happy hour. And with the questions that they had teed up for us was, you know, <laughs> what what is your biggest failures? What are the struggles? So you got to the core and like the, to the real of like, hey. Nope, I failed here or I tried this and I, you know, I, it blew up here. And it's like, well, we're all going through that. Just no one wants to talk about it because we all want to not save face, but no one wants to look less than. And obviously it's way more glamorous and ideal to look like you're just perfect, um, which is just so unrealistic. So don't ever get in your own head about that. And just re just remind yourself that we're all going through it in some way, shape or form. And we're all going to have hurdles and failures along along the way. And as long as you're failing forward, I think that's the most important part. 100%. So networking sponsorships, yay or nay? Yay. Why? When? How often? <laughs> How much are we spend? Just aggressive. Fire the um, <laughs> Well, and I think that that's something that it's, it's, it's a matter of feeling out the relationship that you've nurtured with the potential sponsor or who you want to sponsor, right? And how that event could potentially impact the people that you want it to impact. Because otherwise there's tons of opportunities out there for sponsorships where you can spend a ton of money very quickly and not be reaching the people that you want to reach. Um, so I would say just understanding where, when, and how you're doing them so take some time to be a little bit more methodical on that end again, because you're spending anywhere from 500 to $5,000 on a sponsorship. So, so just make sure you're doing it the right way. And that's something that I would say, consult with the people around you and the people that you're closest to, to try and make sure that, Hey, is this the event where I should be spending this? And like for us having a general idea of like, Hey, we're going to do two back, back to back. And if you have that ability, taking an approach like that potentially is helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I would say we held off for six months in. So I'd say don't do sponsorships right away unless you're loaded or already have investors or already have whatever. You, you get it. If you have the money, go for it. I would say we're taking a little bit of a gamble. We're, we're pouring some money in hot out of the gate. But like you said, we, we validated the people. We validated the event, mm -hmm. which we had to make a pivot on. Um, be ready to pivot a lot in business. But I would say most importantly is understanding I knew they worked. Like I knew sponsorships were valuable, but I, I can't believe we, we were sponsoring an event. The email went out yesterday 
we already got an email from the head of sales of one of the top uh, of a pro sports agency in Minnesota saying, hey, you guys want to meet up? I want to talk to you. I saw your sponsor for this event. I think we could collab together. In that moment, there was like, you saw my little logo at the bottom, which proved we picked the right person. We vetted out people hard. Yep. And so you definitely need to get involved in sponsoring events, but you also have to be creative. So right now in events, go ahead. So how much of that, really quick side note, comes from the approach that we've taken with networking? Because I wholeheartedly believe it's just, and I keep saying this and I'll die on it, but the brute force and the amount that we've done volume wise and just that hard work. So one of your like personal life moments, right? Like when people ask, like, how does Devin do all of it? Like, and half of people don't even believe it. But it's, I solely believe, and I, and I, to the core of me, that it's all your little habits, all your little habits, everything that you do. So every event that we've been to, every single thing that we've gone to that hasn't worked or has worked or whatever, everyone who we've talked to or haven't talked to, who just sees us, knows us, like every little bit of that has paid off. And that's what's enabling us to, to really get this. Yeah. So when people ask strategy wise, it's like, no, just go to as much as humanly possible and as much as you can handle and then add on a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, clarify that for us or for the can audience. You, can you clarify the question? Like in one I would say, for me? do you, would you agree and how would you explain how we've been able to get the opportunities that we've gotten? Got it. I would say... I try not to take, give my pat myself on the back, but I no. would say I have given everything in my being to do this. Um, we met with a guy yesterday, James. Don't give his last name. Hopefully, has a big connection for us. But out of transparency, like I'm exhausted. Thor knows it. He's exhausted. I actually <laughs> basically had a stress attack last week or two weeks ago now, maybe. I think, I think it's been two weeks, which is Blacked really out bad. my left eye, whole left side of my face went numb. Thor came in, I was like, dude, I, there's something bad. Like, I this came is in and he's okay. on the phone with his eye doctor and his eye doctor literally was like, well, does it hurt? And are you working and stressed a lot? And he's like, well, no, it doesn't hurt. And yes, I guess I'm working a lot. And he's like, okay, so I think I know what's going on here. Yeah, <laughs> but he's like, just, this is what's happening. <laughs> I, I had to laugh a little bit. Oh, like, I'm I not surprised. I like, Something's going to give at some no, point. I, I literally told my wife and she didn't even feel bad for me. She said, well, um, so we have put more work. I've never, I haven't met someone yet. I know we're only six months in, but anyone we talk to, it's, it's absurd in their eyes what we've done. Other than I'm super excited to meet Jennifer from, we'll plug her full name once we meet with her. But I think she's doing what we did and she has 60 employees in less than six years and is a fractional consulting CMO firm, like savage at what she does. Just a champion. But best slogan she had yesterday was her success was measured by how many empty coffee cups she Mm. had in her car by the end of the day. (laughs) So now granted, all of you out there, you have to take this into context of your e-commerce. It's different, right? Like how many hours did you spend on your day crafting your click funnels and all of that stuff? But we're... We come from the thing of 100% relationship driven. Gabe's is a, is a mix. Great green screen is a great example. You have a mix between promoting through social as well as relationships. So his relationship is really going to drive extremely long-term relationships, heavy hitters who already have a strong base. His social is going to drive up-and-comers new to the space trying to get attention. But in our world, it's all relationship driven. And I would argue if you want to network at all, it's only relationship driven. So even in Gabe's world, 
shout out. He was the last one there, but it was also intentional because I believe he's been listening to us and he met a ton of people had nothing but positive feedback about him. He was 100% himself. He didn't fake in, pretend he was someone he wasn't. And so he crushed the networking experience. And so we are getting opportunities to sponsor events because of how much effort we put in in networking, how much effort we put in in knowing our, our lane. So like you want to talk about go to market and sales and growing, I will win. You want to talk to me about carpet, sewing, electronics, audio, anything Literally else, anything else. Yeah, I don't know it. And I'm okay with that. I pay to have people come make my lawn green again. It's literally all dirt. I like, I don't care. I don't Very know what <laughs> a lot of people are like, Oh, you could No, you can't. I know this is what I do. So to long answer, loop back to what you said, we are getting leads from sponsorships as well as opportunities to sponsor because of how heavy we've networked, meaning I've grown over 600 actual connections of people I indirectly or directly know on LinkedIn in less than six months, which validates that we're worth talking to because not only are we sponsoring said event, which is Nikki Envy Brands, but we are also well connected and versed on LinkedIn. So if you think you can do one thing to validate you're good to go, you can't. We had to validate through our network on LinkedIn and show where I'm connected with now over 2000 people. I had to validate it through how many networking events I went to. I had to validate through how many one-on-ones I went to. Then I had to validate it through how much do I actually know about what I do. Mm-hmm. So literally the client, like today, I was 10 minutes late. You want to talk about mistakes? We make them. I showed up 10 minutes late. This is embarrassing. A lead from a top consulting firm in Minnesota. I showed up 10 minutes late. I don't do that, but I pushed myself to the end. Horrible. No excuse other than I showed up late. I'm like, I didn't push myself to the end. I showed up late. I'm going to own that. Came in, I said, Jim, no excuse. Down in the works, looked up, was, wow, I'm late. He almost wanted to go with us. He knew my network was there. He knew my knowledge and he knew my experience was there, but he was like, I just don't know. And we capped it with him based on, hey, we have an entire deck of knowledge that like melt your brain. We can share with you if you're interested. Gave him a tidbit of taste. And he's like, all right, you're in. In one month, you're sitting out with my entire team to pitch it. So we understand how we sell you. That that's it took all of it though. And everyone wants it to be one thing. There is no golden you know, ticket or silver bullet. I almost just makes those students say golden bullet, but <laughs> golden bullet. No. But yeah, you're right. It's everything. It is all of it in the networking world. It's all of the knowledge. It's brute force. Just it's gross. It's you doing HubSpot and all these other lessons you're taking because you mm-hmm. have absurd B2B sales knowledge, but you know you have areas you don't know and you're yep. learning it. Oh yeah, it's continue. Yeah, every every single thing that you're doing, and again, it just comes back to literally all the little tiny things all add up to just some gross anomaly. Like that, that's hard to see without just doing it. Because again, it just it's like oh wow, they're so successful. Because again, you're just going to see a highlight reel, and it's like no, the literal just nonstop just bombarding and just going as hard as you can is what it comes down to. And oh, don't don't let it intimidate you. And that that that's where I firmly believe just look at it from a day-to-day basis. No, I disagree. Let it intimidate really? you. Oh my God. <laughs> I do. I'm sitting at a table yesterday and you have one of the people owns her own business. It's in the consulting space, 100% network based to grow it. And she wants oh, to use click funnels and all this stuff. And I, I understand there's moments when you can speak up and can't. And so I held my tongue. I was like, this is... It wouldn't be received well for coming from me, the advice I thought had to be given. Two chairs over, 40-year-old woman, super successful at what she does, looks at her and goes, sounds like you just don't want to work hard. 
sounds like you don't want to do what being an entrepreneur means. She's like, well, no, she goes, no, an entrepreneur just gets up and grinds. Like everyone wants to think it's amazing. Even at Dell, we're having this huge epiphany right now where our CSO is going, stop trying to sound smart, start sounding simple, but purposeful. Stop trying to show everything you know, instead of show how easy it is to actually comprehend because you're that good, which is a relief. I'm so tired of people going, look how smart I am. You can't even understand what I'm saying. No one cares. So in the entrepreneurship world, be terrified. Like if you're not like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I have the energy. I don't think I have the time. Good. Because then you're swallowing the truth. It's just like in marriage. So many men come to me. There's two groups of men that come to me when you get married. One is so excited. It's me, sunshine, roses. I love it. I go, don't you realize this is forever? Well, yeah, it's going to be great. And back then I'm like, you're screwed. You are screwed. If you aren't grasping, this is forever. Like you don't get to walk away. You have to put the one of everything forever. Nothing changes, but you kind of change. You get what I mean? And then I have men who come to me and go, I'm terrified. And I, and I feel like I'm, I'm doing something horrible because it's a month out. I'm going, it's just her forever. And I go, good. That's awesome. You're grasping actually what you're stepping into. They're still excited about it, but they're allowing the truth of their situation to sink in before they actually step into the situation. And too many entrepreneurs run on the high of the excitement of starting something rather than realizing when they start it, they could be giving up everything and have to give more energy and time than they ever thought humanly possible. So I want you to sit in it and be terrified. And I will never step back on that. Oh, and I'm not going to push back on that. I think that's entirely what it is. It's, But that's setting expectations for yourself. If you ever think it's going to be easy, it's not. It's the growth. And again, that's the whole point of like, People may make it seem easy and because you're going to see highlights. Because it's fun. It's fun. It's it's fun. Well, it's fun. Uh, It's fun. It's fun. But man almighty, is it just soul crushing on the other side of that coin? And as long as you're setting those expectations for yourself, I think that's what you're getting at. It's like set the expectation yet that yet. That yes, excuse me. This is forever. It's going to come with complications, difficulties, headaches like the road is not going to be paved the entire way. Like you're going to never will be. No, it's not true. You never get pavement. You get the saw to cut down the forest. (laughs) My God. So you're absolutely brutal, but that's entirely what it is. So I'm not, I, and I don't mean to suggest that it somehow would be easy, right? But it's just understand. Yeah. Have the, the proper expectations, but understand that everything that you're giving it is what you're going to get out of it, which sounds really corny. I feel like <laughs> everything, so true. People don't yeah, get everything it. that you put into it. Yeah. Everything that you put out. That's super funny that I just am coming around to that thought now, but everything that you're putting into it and that may come with the caveat that you lose everything, but everything you put into it is what you will get out of it. It's just at an undetermined time. Yeah. I mean, look at two days ago, went to another networking event for startups I was excited about it. I know he's going to be okay with it. Thor wasn't. He's tired. He's like, dude, I don't want to be done. This is how we roll. One sports the other. We roll into it. Got an email today. We will, we actually got a contact at that event that wants contact, our help. Yes. And then we got an email today from another company that was at that event that didn't get to us in time. So we had to get going for another one that wants our help. So it's show up and perform. You don't get to just show up and stay in oh, that crowd. Yeah. No, perform even if you're tired. No, over just go. and over and over and over and over. And over and over and you don't stop. So how important would you say it is to have a partner through all this? Oh, yeah. So Not to throw shout you on the out to everybody out there who <laughs> yeah. said having a business partner is the worst idea. Shame on you. 
literally, I think you should shut down your YouTube, shut down like <laughs> any streaming you do, stop. Because the only reason you don't want a partner is because you actually shouldn't be the leader of the ship. That simple. It is that simple. And I won't back off on that because you, everyone has a second. Everybody has a second. And that second helps that first build an entire damn army around them in order to succeed. Like Navy SEALs aren't running out. They're like, yeah, it's just me. I uh, took down some, you know, SEAL team six is all of one person. Right. Like, no. And so I'm so tired. It is work to have a partner. Don't get me wrong. And my advice is if you start a company like I did, bring a partner on your job as being the one who started the company is have the nerve to have the hard conversations. It is not your second job to bring it up. Hate to break it to you. Absolutely not. Thorne and I had this conversation the other day. My job to bring it up, his job to receive the truth well, even if it's harsh, even if I don't deliver it the best way, get over it. I'm the one who had the balls to have the conversation or have the nerve. Yeah. But no. on the flip side, he what he brings to the table is how well he receives it, but also pushes back where is needed in a very soft manner, though. Like, don't, it, I'm going to push back. I get it. It's like, well, it's not fair. One needs to be more brash than the other. Tough. It's just, at least in our world, I can be a little more brash. Thor will be when he needs to be, but he knows if you come in soft but push back, we're going to level out really well. Mm-hmm. So don't do this stuff alone. Stop listening to everyone around you because if we didn't have each other, I don't think either of us would have given up, but it, we would nowhere be where we are. Mm-hmm. We, I think the level of... I'll just say, I think, I think I'd be verging depressed, depressed on this situation. It's a grind. It's tiring. And you have a lot of negative things thrown at you. So 1000% have a business partner. And if you don't, I'm, I'm going, I'm going on a limb here and being, assuming this person will be okay with, if you don't, and you're someone like Gabe, who doesn't have one from the business, business side, he has one phenomenal friend. That's fire. I can't remember his name, Gabe. Met him once, super nice guy, but sometimes you have to bring more people in, hence where he has his second, but he's going, it's not enough anymore. Just like I, you and I are going to bring, bring, bring people on like Gabe because it wasn't enough anymore. Have the nerve to admit you need help and then bring it in. Oh, yeah. And, and be humble yourself into that. One, yeah, understand that you can take your time to try and sort out who you want to bring on and how they balance out personality wise, right? Because both of us, we've been told it multiple times of like, the synergy aspect, not to steal something in the business world, but like the synergy that we both bring and create um, is super important and vital to everything. But that also ties into the net networking aspect is you have two people now to win over every person that you're talking to. If you if you yeah. go if you go about it the right way, like one person's more intense, one person's more reserved, one person's more outgoing, one person is more shy or one is tired, one isn't, one has this idea for this event and the other. It just, it gives you a, a person to lean on, especially when it comes to the networking game. I think that's super impressive on that end. And it's the divide and conquer. Like yesterday, yeah. most days we, we we're both at events. We stay close to each other. We go back and forth. It works. Yesterday and other events, we get split up, divide and conquer. So yeah, it, we were split up all day yesterday, but it was fire. Oh, it's like hilarious. It's I had the time of my life. It was hilarious. It was like, yeah, again, it's like having a second wife, but it's no, one it's of those okay. moments. You time of your life, you got away from me, the old you know, ball and chain was around. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's one of those moments that, again, bring someone on who you, who you 
fuel can offset what you don't have in an honest way, like be real with yourself. Yeah. And then from there, it's just understand that that's going to be your rock and your person, especially when it comes to going out and meeting brand new people. Oh yeah. Like he is my husband. Like in Zero work, shame. like it Zero shame. is work life. Actually all of it. Cause when you're together as much as we are, it's, it's all of life. It, it's just part of it. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to shift because I just feel like we're going to weigh down oh, yeah, emotional, yeah, yeah. emotional past. So bourbon, what do we... <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to start crying too. Yeah. So <laughs> You're not crying. No, I'm yeah. not crying. You're crying. Yes. So t uh, today we are drinking Rowan's Creek, straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey, distilled, aged, and bottled in Kentucky by Willett Distillery. Oh, explains everything. I, I think it's good. Ugh. I'm happy with it. I'm not. Really? No. Not enough heat? What are we missing? I think it's... I don't know. Mine disappeared quick. Can we get it? Nice. I I don't think it's bad. I think it's another middle of the road. I don't think it's going to be a nine by any means. I, I don't pick anything off of it. Like there's a lot of flavor there, but nothing I've ever tasted. I don't enjoy it. I want to. It's shout out to the guy at the liquor store. Whoever calls this sweet and like candy needs help. That's not sweet. I think he had them mixed up. I think he this did is, too. Because this, this, this is has way people. more heat than Noah. Yeah, Noah's Mill. Crush. Noah's Mill is the other one. That's like a. It's like a dessert bourbon in my mind. Yeah, super sweet, really good. That goes down really easily. So hard argument on that. This, I think it, it's got decent heat, good round flavor. It's not anything. I just don't, I but just, there's something about the flavor. I, I don't want to say it tastes chemically to me. Really? Say, yeah, I'm not yeah, I vibing on it. No. I want to like it. I just don't enjoy it. While you're tasting, I'll come up with it. It's a four. Like, that's it. It's all you're getting out of me. It's a four. Yeah, <laughs> maybe in a cocktail, best outcome, it cleans out your drains when you dump it down it oh and, God. you know, kills anything in there. Aggressive. No, I don't. I think it's got decent heat all around and decent flavor all around, but it actually has flavor because some of it. What's the flavor? What notes are you hitting on? You got tobacco, spice, vanilla, caramel, I'm just oak. Gonna, really oaky, charred barrels, probably from Kentucky. No, I'm totally <laughs> that kidding. Was like, he just made all of oh, that yeah, up. He's <laughs> lying. No, but it's got a, a decent, well-rounded flavor. I don't think it's chemical okay, it's by it's any chemical. means. I wish I could give you more of a description, but really I'm not picking up on any huge notes. But from an overall flavor standpoint, it's not terrible. The one we had last week, way worse. What was last week? Exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I like it. was the dice one. No, way better than this. Last really? Week, way better. Yes, absolutely. Tap, tap me up to an IV on that one before I touch this thing ever again. But I can't taste it. So that's a bad idea. But no, horrible. <laughs> absolutely not. Completely disagree with Thor. Anyone who's watching... Or listening, try it. Let us know. First one we've disagreed on. What's your number? Not phone number. The rating. Yeah, well, three two zero. No. Um, I honestly, I would give it. I would give it like a a low eight. Holy seven. cow! It's good. I honestly, I, I wish I could give you more. I wish I could give you more, but it's honestly like I'm not upset no. at it. And if I was blindly tasting it, I don't think I would really have a problem with no, it. No, you'd spit it up. It's okay. 
Uh, so <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you how to drink your bourbon. No, no I can't. Gabe, you're going to have to try this one after we need help. He's just um, laughing over there. Yeah. For the first time, we actually disagreed. I think it's got good heat. Yes. I, I'm going to die on that. He don't need flavor. No, but it's got good flavor. I don't, okay, we're, I we're, we're dragging the show okay, too long anyway. So we're good. Okay. So we have to wrap it up. Final advice. Stay hungry, stay I humble, do. stay at it. No, okay, to- wow, he totally got it right. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. No, I would yeah. say the importance of having a partner potentially, if you can, when it comes to a, ne- a networking event um, is huge. And, and or having someone to lean on or just communicate with. Even if it's not a direct partner, I think there's some importance on that end. And then it's the other, the biggest one is just going into it with the right attitude. Attitude is everything and, and leading with, how can I help others first, which sounds backwards potentially, but it really isn't. No, I think that's the hands down, the biggest thing is because that's been from day one. That's how we've approached this. Yeah. How can I help you? And if I get something down the road, cool. I'm not going to even depend on it. I just want to see you succeed. And that has been genuine through and through. Yeah. I would say hot take. Uh, if you're showing up <laughs> to any networking just for yourself, don't go. Pretty simple. <laughs> If you started a business and won't bring up on a partner, don't start it. And uh, no, oh my God, dead serious. Yeah, well, take time to find someone. And if you don't try your best to because no, see, now we're just giving them, you know, fluff, sunshine and roses. No, seriously, if you're not home enough to bring a partner on, don't start a business. It's that simple. And Patrick David agree with me. I'm going to die on that. He has a partner. He's got his buddy True. in the background. Don't even throw Gabe underneath <laughs> that bus. I just I just swivel over to Gabe. Like, no. well, how's Gabe feel about Gabe this? Gabe has a partner. Like, and Gabe has told us since day one, he loves having backup. We all need it. Stop thinking you don't oh, need true. it. It's yeah. that simple. If you okay. go to networking events... If you're there to be remembered, don't go. If you're there to show off and show how smart you are, don't go. If you're there to meet people, make friends, yes, check it out. If you're there to take care of people and help people succeed, please go. And most importantly, have some damn fun. Just have fun. Have a drink. Be Open shameless. Up. Be to yourself. A, to a degree. Yeah, make there's plenty of people jokes. out there. We met someone today. It weirded me out. It was a girl version of Thor. It was great. Bless her heart. I loved it. She was so good. It was amazing. <laughs> so just be you and have some fun, people. You're starting a business. Worst outcome, you got to start over. Stop. You're not. Oh, you're not yeah. It's not a heart where you cut it wrong and you got to go find another one. You get to go again. You're not a doctor. Have a good time. And until <laughs> next time, as Thor's just freaking out. Stay hungry, stay humble, and stay at it. <laughs>